here. I'm going to get Brother Carter to come and open us in a word of prayer, so let's all stand. Brother Carter, you come on. Dear Lord, thank you for letting us be in your house tonight. Thank you for the wonderful service this morning. Please be with the youth choir as we sing, and please be with Brother Zach as he brings us the message. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, Brother Brady, lead us song. All righty. Oh. oh, there's already a book here. All right. So we'll be doing page 333 first.
Show his love and die for me 
So he rose again to prove that every story had been true, and Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. You might as well get in behind me, stage where you cannot prevail, because Jesus never fails. Sometimes this life brings troubles I find so hard to bear. Jesus being there, it's so encouraging to know, however deep you are in despair, that my Jesus never fails. So what can I do to prove to you, tell me how can you deny, there's no untold facts, no mysteries, it's all so cut and dry. And on the witness stand of your life, I'll be the first to testify that my Jesus never fails. You see, I've learned Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. You might as well get in behind me, Satan. You
night our service is canceled a midweek service only and uh, give you the opportunity to prepare and enjoy your Thanksgiving this Thursday so remember that and uh, remember the food basket giveaways begins in the morning at 10 o'clock from 10 to 2 if any of you can come help if you've got somebody on your heart that maybe needs a basket, but they're not able to come get it. If you could come get it for them, deliver it to them, that'd be a real blessing. And just pray that God would use these baskets uh, in every basket. We're calling them uh, boxes of blessings. And in every box of blessing, there'll be a personal letter sent to them, letting them know of what our heart about it, and then some scripture of how to be saved. And so you be in much prayer about it, that God would richly use uh, these boxes of blessings. Amen. For the world that's lost in darkness, for the saint who's gone astray, for the sinner blind but searching, for the child in need of
We'll give all these young people a I love, I love the young people uh, of this church. Watched all of them up there singing and how they just opened their hearts and their mouths for Jesus. I'm thankful for the youth that we have got here at the church. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse number 9, it says, Rejoice in thy youth, O young man. And let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart, and in the sight of thine eyes. But know thou, that for all these things God will bring thee into judgment. And it goes on to say this, and this is Solomon writing to his sons. He said, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. So it's better to learn how to serve Christ when you're young and live for him when you're young than it is to wait till you get old and the years have crept up on you and you, you want, wish you could have served him when you were young. And uh, Brother Zach's going to bring us the message tonight and I'm looking forward to this. You come on, young man. Thank you, Brother John. Yeah, I got my, my booster. I'm a short man, you might tell. Um, I do think I am short, and I might not look it, but I am. Tonight we're going to be in Proverbs uh, chapter 1, verse 7, if you would stand for the, in the honor of the reading of the Holy Bible. Proverbs 1, verse 7 reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despised wisdom and instruction. Let's pray. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you've given us, Father. We thank you for the good singing that we've heard, Father, and that you would be with me as I preach, Father, and that you would let me have the words to feed your sheep, Father. And I just pray for the days ahead, Father, that you'd be with the church tomorrow as we give out food baskets. And that you would be with anyone who receives those, God, and that it would be a blessing to them, Father. And we just pray all these things in your precious holy name. Amen. Tonight, I would like to bring a message to you about the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is, I think, by many people, misunderstood. When many people hear of the fear of the Lord, they think of God as some terrible person who despises and, and hates anyone who not do what he say. But that's not true. Our God is a great God. He's wonderful, and he loves us. And he doesn't hate us when we sin. He hates sin, and he hates sin because of what it does to his children. It destroys you, and it wraps you up, and it takes you down. But God loves us so much that he gave his only son that he would take us and save us and bring us out of that sin. And uh, the fear of the Lord is just the respect and love 
and cherishing to the Lord that he gives us. Psalms 31, 19 states, Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear them, thee, which thou hast wrought up, which, for, which thou hast wrought up for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. This verse is telling us that we ought love him, cherish him, and respect him because of all the cherishing, respecting, and loving he gives us. Tonight, I want to explore three benefits that a child of God can get from the fear of the Lord. The first benefit that I want to mention that comes from the fear of the Lord is knowledge. As we read in Proverbs 1-7, the Bible states, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Knowledge is a text that refers to truths, beliefs, and commands from God and what he wants us to know. And knowledge can be gained from the fear of the Lord. You must try not to sin and ask God to help you not to sin. The Lord will help you maintain a godly and Christian life. And you may ask yourself, well, why do I need knowledge? Well, knowledge is important so that you can recognize sin using your Bible, so that you can treat sin using your Bible, and lastly, so that you have knowledge in God to lead others to God. And then repeat that cycle, which we call the gospel, to spread Jesus around the entire world. Knowledge is a very important factor in the life of God's children. And to gain knowledge, we can fear God. You can work in the lives of others to show them about Christ. Many people think they're smart. You can go to college many, many times. But... You will never have true godly knowledge. As we read in Proverbs, it is the beginning of knowledge. This is real knowledge. This is true knowledge. This is knowledge in God. Yes, sir. And you may have much knowledge in the earth, but if you don't have any knowledge in God, then you won't be able to have a good life with God. And you must, and to have knowledge, you can also read your Bible. Um, and pray and study with God. And that gives you knowledge in God because he has given us our Bible so that we can have knowledge. Um, if you would turn to Proverbs 2, and I'm going to read verses 3 through 6. Verse 3 starts, Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifteth, liftest, liftest up thy voice, for understanding. This verse is telling us that we are to cry after knowledge. We, we are to seek knowledge. We are to want knowledge. And we are to pray to God to ask him to give us knowledge in the Lord. Verse 4 says, If thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures. A lot of people say, I want to be smart. But then they don't seek for knowledge. They seek for other things. They seek for richness. They seek for things in the earth. But this verse says that we are to seek after knowledge as silver and a hid treasure. We are to, instead of search for these earthly things that we desire, we are to search for knowledge in God. Verse 5. 
Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. The Lord gives us knowledge. We can't get knowledge on our own. A lot of people try to do things on their own, but they fail again and again and again. And they never put God into what they're attempting to do. Repeating the same task over and over and over the same way will never lead you to um, success. You will always fail if you go in the direction that you failed previously. So you have to go with God. Let's go to verse 9. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. These are all good paths, and knowledge will lead us in the right path. It will show us the correct paths, and it will show us how to be righteous and have judgment and equity. And it'll give us very good traits that we can have with our walk with God. We can read our Bibles. We can pray. We can come to church. These are all ways to gain knowledge and understanding in Him. Nextly, I would like to explore the benefit of wisdom and the fear of God. If you would turn to Proverbs 9, 10. Proverbs 9, verse 10 reads, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and or of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. This verse is telling us that we will have wisdom in our experiences with God, and that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You cannot learn anything to make you wise. Wisdom is not necessarily being smart, but it's defined as having or showing experience, knowledge, and good judgment, which means you cannot learn wisdom. Wisdom is given to you by God so that in the right things you can make good choices, and that is very a good thing to have. Some men of God that we think of as wise Maybe Moses, Noah, and probably most famous of all, Solomon. All these men were very experienced and were understood in God and his word. They studied and they asked God for wisdom so that they could be wise in their experiences and their paths. When we think of Moses, he was wise in that he led the Israelites into the land of Canaan and out of Egypt. He was wise in doing that. He had good experience. He was showed by God how to do that. Noah, he built a great ark in the day of the flood so that he could rescue all the animals. He was wise because he followed God and what God told him to do. Solomon was wise in building a great temple in Jerusalem. These men should be our goals. They should be mentors to us. We should strive to be like them. The Lord will grant you wisdom in your experiences so that you can make the right choices in your life to lead yourself and others to Christ. Moses used his wisdom in a great way of leading the Israelites to Christ. He was very wise in doing that, 
and he was able to help others using his knowledge and wisdom. Lastly, I would like you to turn to Exodus chapter 20, verse 20. The word of God reads, And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God has come to prove to you, to prove you, and, th and that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. The Bible says, The Lord hath not given us the spirit of fear. God doesn't want us to be afraid of him. He wants us to respect him. He wants us to love him. This verse is telling us that if we are to follow God and to fear him, that he would help us in resisting temptation. Many people think they can just resist temptation on their own, but that's not so. You can't do anything on your own. You have to have God. Trying to do everything yourself will lead to failure. God can help you resist temptation when you fear him. Fear God, respect Him, and love Him will help you to not sin. He will give you that feeling in your gut telling you, this isn't right, you shouldn't do this. But many people ignore that feeling. But if you listen to that feeling, it is given to you. There's no excuse in not listening to that feeling because God will help you resist temptation and He will give you that feeling. You just have to listen to it. With the help of God, we can do anything. When we fear him, we can resist temptation. The Bible says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The Lord will help you resist temptation and deliver you from evil, as you cannot do that on your own. For without God, we are nothing. So tonight, I ask you that the fear of the Lord, he will help you resist temptation. He will make you wise. He will give you knowledge. All you must do is you must respect him, love him, cherish him, just like he does us. Brother John. How old are you? I'm 11. 11 years old, I'd send him into any church in this land. I'd recommend him to any church in this land to give the message, to tell people about Jesus. Love you. I love you. Let's all stand tonight. You sit right up here, Zach. Come on, Brady, sit up here. Matter of fact, all the youth come on up here on the platform. All the youth. All our young people. You know what I love about them? They're so innocent. And they're just so them. Just so them. You look at these young people across this auditorium, across this platform, 
They've all got souls inside of them, and they've all got God on their side. He said, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And I sure do love y'all, and I thank y'all for having a heart. Always keep that heart. Don't ever let it slide. Don't ever let it leave. Always keep a heart for Jesus Christ. Always keep him number one. Always keep him at the top of your list. No matter what you go through, always look up. Amen. Amen. Tell you what let's do. Let's all come and gather around the altars. Let's pray for these young people and uh, ask God's blessings upon this youth group. Uh, we've been a long season now without any youth leader, and I would love to see God do something in, in that respect. And we need to pray that God would send. I'm going to do my, my part. I'm going to do all that I can as the pastor to make sure that we have more things like this uh, from time to time. To let these young people know this church is interested in them. If a church don't let them know that they're interested in them, the devil will let him know about it. And we need to be, we need to exercise caution with them and we need to love on them and let them know that we so care for them. So let's come gather around these altars. Let's pray. Let's close out the service in a prayer. And when we're done with that, then we'll uh, gather together to decorate the auditorium.